is where the close has to happen. What do most people do who aren't true experts in this game? They just talk through the close. They keep talking right through the close, and next thing you know, your big mouth has you over here, and you're getting zero money. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals, along with our unmatched marketing, has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. And so, this is called collect, click, collect, cat. We'll talk collect contract. Now, the problem we run into, this is a big problem a lot of people run into. Number one, here's a problem most people run into. Ready? Number one, is you hate money. What do you mean by that? It's important. It seems kind of funny, but not really. What do you mean? Do you hate money? Some people hate talking about it. This is a lot deeper. I guarantee it's probably 56 percent of the room. I mean, he feels that like you don't deserve it. There you go. You have a story. You have a story that you've had your entire life, based on how you've been grown up with your parents, how they handle money, how they view money, how your church did, how your school did, how the government did. Everyone in this room has a story about money. And that's making or breaking how you show up as a business person. It really determines your, your, your temperature, right? Your thermostat in that regard. And so the key part here is you got to make sure that you're able to do what? To understand where I'm at, right? Everyone needs to understand, here's my, my, my bucket of business or deals or whatever it is, right? You have a thermostat in yourself two ways. How do I feel charging that person in regards to the value that I offer? Do I feel that I'm able to be worth X amount, 3.5%? Or am I worth 2%, 2.5% right now? This comes down to that when you're writing the contract up, are you able to get the deficiency for what you're owed? But a couple big deals last week only 2.5%. That's a lot of money on the table. But a $1.5 million deal with 2.5%. Right? And so there's a lot of stuff that you gotta understand what am I worth here? Most people have a story about money, and really I read books about this, where money's an energy, okay? You have stories about rich people, or this people, or they're this or that, and how you operate around people makes a big difference. I've seen people get uncomfortable around people with money, guess what? If you're uncomfortable, you're messing the energy up there, you have a guilt around money, guess what? You're gonna fuck the sale up. Just because you can't afford a $1.5 million house cash does not mean they can't. And it's not a drop in the bucket to them. And it's like you are the company you keep. So if you have that same mindset, that's the type of people you'll deal with as well. Like cheap, you know, like people buying, you know, little, you know, cheap properties. Hundred percent, you'll be stuck there. Yeah. That's and so I want you to ask yourself today, what's my money temperature? And if I don't have a high temperature, this is what I need to do. You better start reading, raising. You better look at some rob reports. You better start looking at these people who got Lamborghinis, <laughs> Bentleys, all this other stuff. Right? There's two types of people. Somebody sees a guy pull up in a brand new Bentley and Rolls Royce. So one person says, man, that's amazing accomplishment. Pretty impressive to get three, dollars $400,000 car, right? Wonder what he does. And the other person, guess what they said? What a douchebag douche that guy is. <laughs> what are how many people he ripped off to get that money? It's like the people who complain about the lottery because they're like, yeah, we got to pay half in taxes. It's like, bro, well, you still got 20 million. <laughs> we wonder what else you could do with that money, right? Mm -hmm. Guess what? Same exact Bentley, same exact Rolls Royce. Nothing changed but what? Money. The story about money based on the person. And so you really need to dig in and understand the psychologist. What's your story about money? Mm -hmm. You also have a temperature you make, right? In regards to what do you do and how do you show up? I've been looking here, right? For example, I was wondering. 
back up on the meat today. You better heard the other meat, but guess what? Closed two million dollars in real estate last week. Guess what a lot of people tend to do? Take off. Take off. Take off. Take off. Take off. Take off. Take Right? Ask yourself, what's your temperature of money? What's your temperature of money? It's important to understand this in this business. The hardest thing, you know what scares the shit out of me is when somebody brand new starts calling three or four thousand dollar leads. You know why? You're not ready. Because you can't handle that type of sophistication from a financial standpoint. Because you don't understand the business. You don't understand what it's like, you know, for those people, especially brand new. If you're struggling with money, it's hard to understand somebody paying four or five hundred thousand dollars cash or whatever it is. Your energy is going to be off. And so that's why it matters. That's why I say to some of y'all, hey, you need to pull somebody in to help you. Because you think you got it, you don't got it. I sure wouldn't spend money with you if you're brand new and nervous, your energy's fucked up. They can tell if you're brand new or not. Okay, so ask yourself, what's my story of money? Am I really, truly, what's my temperature? If you take anything for the day, that's the most important part for you guys, right? Number two, this is important here. You talk too much. What that means? You don't know when you showed up. Talk yourself out of the sale. Happens all the time. Oh, that happens. And guess what everybody says? Oh, what does it mean? Not me, I don't do that. Not me, I don't do that. They're crazy. That class is crazy. Right? They couldn't afford it anyways. Their credit score was low. Right? Meanwhile, what's happened is you just kept talking too much in that regard. And here's the thing. When you come to this part, right, I want you guys, when you come through the presentation, I'm trying to draw it so you can see it, what this does is it opens up a frame, right? And that frame is what we call space. In that space here that we have is where the money's made at. You guys with me on this? And so that space, once it opens up, this is where the close has to happen. What do most people do who aren't true experts in this game? They just talk through the close. They keep talking right through the close, and next thing you know, your big mouth has you over here, and you're getting zero money. Why is that? Because your energy's fucked up, your emotions fucked up, and you don't understand the psychology of the sale where they're at. They're uncomfortable with, with silence. They're uncomfortable with the energy, right? They're uncomfortable with people, and so they keep on talking, but they don't even know it. Why is that? They're so uncomfortable, they're just trying to push, push through it. And so if I'm not recording my presentations, I'm not listening to my presentation, I'm not going back and listening to it, I don't know. There's, there's such an art to that too when selling a car, house, whatever, booking mm -hmm. an appointment. You know, uh, if I'm talking to somebody and I say, hey, Blake, you know, uh, I have some availability on Wednesday and Thursday, what day is best for you? And then I just shut up. Yeah, me too. You yeah. only give them one choice. If you keep on talking mm -hmm. through it, you go, oh, or, or maybe Friday, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then you just lost the whole thing. Yep, and I think the way to try to simplify this for you guys is what happens is I'm talking, I'm coming through the sale, the straight line sale, right? I'm coming through here. At this point, this is when it opens up a star. This star here is where the sale happens. This is the window that's open. They're ready to go. I've done all the steps one through five before this. Right? I have everything ready to go. I pull them through, and then what I do? Energy gets up. I start talking too much. I start fumbling. I start getting nervous. You can watch people, how their mannerisms are. All the stuff is fucked up. And so energetically, the people pull back and get scared. They shut the window. Why is that? It's defense mechanism. Okay, and so what you do, you talk all the way through that to a no sale. And guess what they do every single time? They blame it on the party, the, the, the client, the contact, or who it is. Every time. So how do I be aware of this? i got to record myself, watch myself, listen to myself. you got to be fanatical about this shit. 
because, like Joe said, this is an art. It's an art. Why, Zach, we sell high-ticket products here. We need this. I need this. I need people to do it to me if I'm buying something high-ticket. Otherwise, our opportunities are lost. Our opportunities are lost. Now, do some people do this naturally better than others? Yeah. But you've got to get very good understanding where this is. And what this system is doing is I'm showing you how to put this into a place where you can understand a framework. I had to go through a million dollar plus listing appointment uh, with somebody and the reality is I, I'm double checking myself the whole time. What's my energy like? Where are my hands at? What am I doing? Am I calm? Am I cool? Collective? What's the energy of the room? Right? I'm reading that the whole time. What's the energy of the wife? What's the energy of the husband? Where am I at? That's that what matters the most. And so you got to make sure you're pulled out in that regard. And you got to make sure that you're able to let them talk and do their part and make sure they feel that, that, that quietness. And so my job as a, the influencer here is to hold that room and hold that pressure in that pressure cooker so they can figure this out. The minute you let something loose like that and let them off the hook is the minute you lost everything. Okay, so this is important, important, important. And we'll talk about this in a second. This really, and how hard you hold number two is what will lead number three. The problem number three is you don't believe what you sell. You don't believe what you sell. Now, it's important. You don't believe what you sell. There's two parts to this. We talked about this and Barry mentioned this before too. There's two aspects here. One, Myrtle Beach. Right, this aspect of Myrtle Beach, are you really into what Myrtle Beach offers, what Myrtle Beach does? Do you experience the things that Myrtle Beach does, right? Do you, do you live it? And so it's important, we talk about somebody who didn't make it here before, and we try to you know, diagnose why the hell can't this dude sell anything. He's a sharp guy, the problem is he didn't believe Myrtle Beach at all. He hated Myrtle Beach. And the last thing he needs to be doing is selling Myrtle Beach. And on the flip side, there's a part about us that operate and how, what our product is. And if you're not dug into it, don't believe it, you're not going to sell it. And how it breaks is you have, everyone has this kind of moral compass. And so what it does, that drives, moral compass here, that drives your stories. Your stories about things like pricing, commitment, terms. I watch it all the time in this aspect. This is also done in houses. I hear it once a week. Mm -hmm. Oh, the house is overpriced. That house needed too much work. Hey, what happened to the offer? You guys missed out on it. Yeah. Oh, it just needed too much work. Well, the other two offers didn't have, think it had needed too much work, did it? Right? You didn't believe it because you don't understand the value. I literally heard this twice in the past week in this office. Oh, you know, they needed too much work. We're going to make an offer on another one. Well, weren't you in multiple offers? Well, somebody saw some value in that thing. Right? And so, guess the problem, who the problem was. You not believing the value here. Maybe you didn't understand the market last month. Right, where inventory is down 65%. Maybe you understand the whole reality of pricing being up 20 plus percent in January. And so if you don't know those numbers, know that data, guess what's gonna happen? You don't believe this part here. And so this is important to understand and ask yourself as you're, everyone's guilty of this somewhere in the chain. Is it my buyer presentation? Do I believe I'm worth 3.5%? On the listing side, do I believe I'm worth 7%? Right, or not in regards to what we offer and what you do. Me. I'll go against anybody because I feel like I out-train anybody, outwork anybody, and I don't have a problem asking for what I feel that I deserve. It's important for you to understand and feel that same exact way every single way through the transaction. And if you're not, guess what you need to do? Look inter internally and figure out what's my stories and my limitations that are driving that. And if not, give it me or Alex, they look at me, I don't understand this presentation here, right? Because that's the problem, the biggest problem we have brand new people, they don't understand the value you have here. And so you work somewhere else, you had no presentations, no tools, none of the training, none of the stuff. You don't realize how valuable this is. And so if you cut corners, don't go through it, it's going to hurt you. And so make sure you dig into that understand the belief in that part, which is important, right? Number four, uh, 
You mess up the collection. That's right, collection. What do you think that means? It needs to be simple and smooth. Simple and smooth. So what does it mean? I'll say the dark side to somebody on the other side. And this is what happened yesterday with somebody, I was in box out with Jeremy, and this guy keeps bullshitting around, and I'll, I just need to call him walking through it. But I'll have a relationship with him. But I knew this what happened. He sent it, he has a bullshit, he wait for days and days. Right? You guys do the same thing. Listing uh, contract, listing agreement. If you don't go through with them on the phone very simply, they're not going to sign it. If you send a listing agreement and a seller disclosure in the same document, you're f You know why? It's too complicated. Sign a listing agreement along with, obviously, with the requ required uh, documents, and I'll send them a separate one right afterwards with the seller disclosure. Why is that? Because I got the commitment. It's simple. It's smooth. Okay? The same thing on the buyer side. Send a buyer agreement, whatever it is. If you're processing, you sign the buyer in the office, the energy's jacked, and you're, you're nervous and fumbling, and you're not very smooth in how you present it. To them, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to get the sale. The window's going to shut. Your energy is what matters more than anything in that regard. Does that make sense, you guys? There. Mm -hmm. And so, it's important to understand. There, it's got to be simple and smooth, right? That's the key part there. We're looking at, right? So, flip side of that. What's the possibility? If you guys understand this, okay? What's the possibility? The opposite. First four, they're really pretty simple. But here's the deal. I'm going to teach you on this. Number one, you love money and what it provides. And not to my, my religious people, this doesn't mean for the love of actual money itself. You love what the money does for your for family, for the families here. You love the lifestyle. I'm going to teach you in a second. The outcome here is I need them to understand what it gets them. I'm selling a lifestyle here. I'm not selling a product. And so I need to understand, and here's the thing. If you want to be here, if I truly understand their pain of what it's like to be locked down in New Jersey with snow on the ground and you can't go eat at restaurants, like I need to understand the value of lifestyle here. And I love the money. I love the value they get here. They're in a three-bedroom home for six hundred thousand here. They can buy something here for two fifty, three hundred. Similar, less taxes, better lifestyle. I need to be in love with that and that money and the value off. Does that make sense? And here's the thing: I'll tell you guys what money equals. Money equals one thing. Money equals the value the exchange. Money equals the value exchange. So if I feel that I'm good at what I do and I deliver to my clients and I practice this and I study the marketplace, I know the MLS, I know values, I'm very good at what I do compared to average people who don't, guess what? I have no problem with collecting money or getting their money or just making a sale to them. Does that make sense, you guys? This important. This comes back to, ultimately, your story about money. It's important. I always want to understand it. Here's the thing. It's very, I can't fix this in the meeting. You had years and years and years of conditioning from your family, from whoever else. It's the hardest thing for people to do who grew up poor. Right? Because your mindset's fucked up from how your parents came up, of how you have scarcity mentality, all these things. Right? And so you've got to be able to get on bigger thinkers. So I think uh, Barry made a great point there. If you're around people who have scarcity thinking, you're going to be locked into that. And it's going to screw you up. And so you've got to find a way to make that better in that regard. Number two, you love silence and know when to talk. Number two, you love silence and know when to talk. We talked about that. Okay, did you love silence and know when to talk and be silent? At this point in the process, one percent talking, nine percent listening. One percent talking, nine percent listening. I did yesterday. There was about a three or four minute period of just awkwardness. Guess what? I love that because I'm playing a game there of chess, right? Thankfully, 
I was able to be clear. I worked out in the morning at 6 a.m., did my stacks yesterday, did my positive stuff, all that, I was prepared. But that's when people are messing up right here, energetically. You guys with me on this? Love silence and know when to talk, when to shut up. That means you gotta be fully aware in that regard. That makes sense? Number three, important, you deeply and passionately believe in what you sell. It's important. This starts, number one, Myrtle Beach. I deeply and passionately believe Myrtle Beach, I'm telling you. Right, Ken and I will go do our workout for 75 bar at night. We go probably the beach at night over and over and over. Enjoy the tourist spots, right? You gotta see it. We do a lot of the date days on the boulevard. All these days, why? Because I passionately believe Myrtle Beach. We travel all around this country, right? Everywhere else, I end up Myrtle Beach. I love it here. Make sure that you're one doing some shit to help you understand the value of what Myrtle Beach offers. Ken and I talking the other morning when we were watching the sunrise. Like, man, I wonder how many people, thousands or tens of thousands of people live here and only seen the sunrise in a year, right? Or come to the beach in a year. Like, make sure you utilize this because there's a lot of people who've never seen the beach for the first time. And so understand the value of what we offer as a, as a location. Number two, what do you got to believe in? This is underneath the three. The presentation and the value of what we offer. I feel our training's unmatched, our intensity's unmatched, the product we design's unmatched, the presentations, all that in my opinion is unbeatable if you believe in it. But again, the same thing I've talked about, what Ed Milet said over and over is they don't want to know. Uh, they, don't want, they don't need to believe what you say. They need to believe that you believe what you say. Right? And so that's the key part here. They got to do what? They need to feel this for you guys. Number four, you have a simple system for collection. When I say system, you got dialed in. And this is on teaching this morning. You rehearsed it 40 times. What's the script? How do I say it? What lines do I have? I don't got to read the contract upside down. I know exactly where it's at, right? My other system is simple online. Hey, look, here's my Zoom link. Here's my Google Hangouts link. Click this link right here. I'm walking to the contract, right? It's a machine. You do not get off the phone until that contract's signed. I see the same thing in Duck because I get the supplies to the docu signs. All the shit I get in doc signs all the time is like a crazy question. Just on this morning there, somebody's talking to doc sign, right? I don't even know who it is. But the reality is, guess what you did? There's not a simple system for you collecting. You're not going through with your client. Like, dude, they're buying a multi-hundred-thousand-dollar property, signing some via the internet, and you're not even going through with it. And you expect them to sign it and actually bike you and trust you. Just think about that for a second. Like, if you can't take five minutes to run through the contract with them, don't expect them to sign it and send it back. It's very important to think about. I mean, literally once or twice a day, I get people talking back into the doc site, right? Because there's no one there to help them. It's much more than just sending that to them. Now, some people click it and not read it, obviously, but I guarantee you if they do that, they aren't trusting what you're saying. You're losing the ability of their trust. So your simple system, what do you do today? You need to pick it out. What's my system going to be? Am I calling every single person walking through with it? Right or not? Guarantee it'll make you a lot more money on the back end. Does that make sense you guys here? A couple little tips on this part. Number one, your money map matters. So your brain... Here, right, has a map to do with money, right? And your brain, how that works is, has a certain comfort level, how you think, feel, and behave about money. Think, feel, and behave. And I've been talking about, I've been reading a lot of uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad stuff lately, some of it is just not real estate investment, just uh, how the economy has worked. Most financial literacy is absolutely terrible, and it's designed that way. 1903, actually, they kind of changed the way the education system was done. And guess what they took out? They took all financial intelligence out. They put in like algebra and uh, I can't remember the other ones. Basically, geometry. How much do you use that today? 
Why is that? So they can make money off you. It's easier to make money off 90% of people who are financially illiterate. It's fascinating. And so you need to understand what's my money map. Why I've been trained that way. Why am I three generations of being broke? Right? Why is that? Pass through the money map. Period. Okay? It's fascinating just to go through all that stuff. All the dates, all the things that happened. It's so true. And the book's called Conspiracies of Rich right now, which is just fascinating. And so you got to understand, like, this is the thing that you got to really... Where are your self-doubts and self-beliefs holding you back in your business? It's important. Number two, people are assets and the reason we sell. People are assets. It's important. People are assets. And so when I treat my client like an asset, they're going to treat me like a good return, I guess you say. And so I'm investing this person both to help to make a decision here because when I believe Myrtle Beach, I believe my product, I believe what we do, I believe what we sell here. I believe it's the best long-term investment you can buy pretty much on the East Coast in many places. And so I want them to look and return that to me through happiness, referrals, all the stuff that comes in the back end of this.